This episode of the Boz and Bovril podcast was originally broadcast on the Celtic Rumours TV YouTube channel. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello and welcome to episode 65 of Celtic Rooms TV, the Balls and Bobble podcast, with your host Mark and myself, Paul. Our phone page to the podcast is celticrumors.co.uk and in the description below you can see all the links to the podcast. You can also hear us on Spotify, Twitch, Linktree and we have a group of listeners to the, to the phone page and podcast on Discord. So join us on the forum or Discord to discuss all things Celtic with Celtic supporters. On tonight's show we will take a look at the latest transfer news around the club new players analysis, players likely to leave or loaned out, credit where credit is due to the board and new CEO Michael Nicholson, and look ahead to the next league game on the 17th due to the winter break. And of course, we'll be going through the live chat throughout the podcast. So if there's anything you wish us to discuss, please let us know. Firstly, Mark, will do a few shout outs. Yeah, thanks very much, Paul. Quick shout outs to the usual guys, Tim Malloy, Glasgow Green, Richie's family, <coughs> Uh, Campsy boy and join United Island and also Bob for the forum. Is that I don't know if that's Bobby Sutherland, does it? Is that you, Bobby? Mm-hmm. Is that yeah. Bobby Sutherland? Or it's just a message there saying he hadn't been keeping too well. well. Hope you're feeling better now, Bobby. Get well soon, bud. There's a jab or a job he's in. Terence is in. George McDougall. George has been in here before, hasn't he? Welcome, mm-hmm. to, welcome aboard, George. And see Terence here. Terence, if you're allowed to jump on, just let us know, bud, and we'll get you in, sir. Yeah, that's us, Paul. We lost a subscriber. That disaster. I don't know what happened. We're back down to 519. We'll, we'll more than that, we describe our subscriber. I hope it comes back. Thanks very much for everybody that subscribed and tunes in and watches and listens back to everything. Just really appreciate all the encouragement and the help. Thanks very much, lads. Frank McAvenny has been speaking on Sky Sports this week and he said he expects permanent deals for Yasha and Cameron Carter-Vickers to be done as soon as as early as next week. Celtic are set to seal Johnny Kenny transfer uh, from Sligo by the weekend. The young Sligo starlet looks set to be heading to Celtic in a deal worth £125,000. Has been agreed between the two clubs. Uh, I'm led to believe here that Kenny is on his way to Celtic Park this weekend and is looking to seal the deal. Celtic are also linked with Hibs ringer Martin Boyle, who was valued at £3 million. Hibs themselves are bracing themselves from a number of bids from other clubs throughout the transfer window. Young Celtic midfielder Owen Henson has become the first casualty of the Ange era, and he will be joining up with former Celtic player and now Hibs manager Sean Maloney at Hibs on loan until the end of the season. Owen Henson's contract at Celtic runs out at the end of the season 
myself and Mark will discuss this in more detail as we talk about players leaving leaving Celtic. Dundee are considering terminating striker Lee Griffith's loan deal. This could see Lee Griffiths returning to Celtic back. And the question here is, would you like Lee Griffiths to return to Celtic for the last six months of his contract as his deal is also running out at the end of the season? That's all for the transfer news Johnny of C- today. Can you see Griffiths having much future at Celtic, Paul? Can you? When I was looking at it, Mark, was when, you know, when when we had uh, Kyogre was injured and Gia Marcus was injured and people were saying, can a corner for Griffiths to come back? Like, but like, how many chances has he got, Mark? Do you know what I mean? You know, uh, like, said, it's well, not a funny thing. Like, how is he going to fit in, Mark? Do you know what I mean? It's not. Well, if he's not pulling his weight at Dundee, you know what I mean? Yeah. He's, not, he's not done any at Dundee, but Dundee are saying that. But if you see as well, what kind of. I think it's the whole package, no, Mark, at uh, this stage. It's the, the baggage, Paul. It's the baggage that he yeah. brings in. For me, that the last carry on, whether no one getting into the ins and outs, you know what I mean? But that, for me, that was the last straw. That was the, the straw that broke the camel's back for me. You can't, you can't, as we've spoke about it before, right? These mental health problems and that, before I feel sorry for anybody that suffers from mental health problems, guys we know, myself included, do you know what I mean? But that last carry on me and Paul, for me that was just that was just a step too far. There was no coming back to Celtic after that for me. Mm-hmm. I think you're a few lads in the live chat as well kind of saying, it's kind of a no from them as well, Mark, you know, Terence is kind of saying no, the Jabby Jabbers is saying no. Like, I think a lot of Celtic fans would be in that board, you know, like, You've had your chance, Lee Griffiths. Like you know, I mean, you you had a chance to you got a one year contract extension, Mark, to redeem yourself, play yourself as you The best thing for Tom Paul is pay him up his contract and free him this month so that you get a chance to find another club. Mhm. Mhm. I mean, it's all well, it's a pity, Mark, because the parents are there. Yeah. But, you know, it's it, it's a shame for him, like because the talent is there. Well, you know, Lee Griffiths should have been what should have been. Lee Griffiths should have probably been too good to play for Celtic, Paul. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. As in, like, if he came here and worked, he'd have got a move to, I mean, a bigger money club in there, you know what I mean by a yeah. Celtic. But, but because he just says his ability was there. He was one of yeah. the best natural finishers in, in Scotland for but, oh, but the last 10 years. Really, he is. Natural mm-hmm. finishing ability. Free kicks, his delivery at dead balls and all that as well was also a good plus and he just blew it, he's blew it. I mean, he'll, he'll retire, he'll be a rich man, but he, for me, he's blew his career as such, he really has, it's a bit. He has. You don't like to see players doing that as well, do you know what I mean? But no, some, you don't. Some, some players are just not getting through to them, that's really what that is for me, Paul, they're just, they're not getting the Look at the capability to take on board when people are trying to give them good advice. They just to see these wages and think that they can do what they want and run about and carry on the way they want. That's kind of a kind of a celebrity mark these days as well, isn't this? You know, they're 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 kind of they're aware of kind of of nowhere kind of in this. You know, they don't listen I mean, to no events. Kind of. I mean, it's a big it's a big step, Paul, for anybody going up through council schemes in Scotland and places like that. 
and ending up with that kind of money. But that's, mm-hmm. that's this, it's not really an excuse. Because but he's not a young lad anymore, no, either, Max. No, really and other, man, other, like, other you know, guys have came through these kind of housing schemes and they've, they've, made, they've made the changes to their life to go on and progress and become a good, mm-hmm. profes- a good professional. And that's the main thing. Lee Griffiths wasn't a good professional. You know, I mean, he never mm-hmm. was a good trainer. He was never really, he never really exerted himself or pushed himself for that. And if he had done that, who knows where he'd have ended up. Exactly. Can't see, boy. Uh, Evening, can't see, babe. So speaking of... of 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 players and and deals that need to be done, Mark. There's there's two ones that Celtic fans are screaming for for the Celtic board to get done, and and that's Yasser and uh, Cameron Carter because uh, we're led to believe through the, the media and uh, Frank McAvenny was on Sky Sports yesterday. He was saying he's expect them to be done as early next week. It's it's crucial. Celtic get Vickers done anyway, and Yasser, but Vickers more so, I think. I don't know if it's really crucial, Paul, because we've got this the summer to finalise the deal, but I would like I would still like to see the two of them finalised this month. I mean if you think of saying But Brian saying like it's crucial to set to get done because in case other teams come sniffing around. You know? Ah, uh, well that's a good point, aye. But again we've got the the option it's sort of then Paul to talk them into that they want to be here. Mm-hmm. Can you do you think do you think they 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 will get done? Do, yeah, would you expect them to see they be considering like the the good vibe that's around the club at the moment with Ange and stuff? Well, I think that you know, a deal's kind of nearly done and dusted, Paul. From what I've heard, the Carter Vickers deal, I think it's just actually. I, I think the fee and all that's obviously obviously uh, yeah, agreed, but I think when it's they're talking about now, how it's going to actually be paid. Yeah, like in, yeah, that's, that's the, the thing. Like, how is it going to be? Uh, the structure of the payments, because it might. It's it's Celtic only turning around and handing out six and a half million pound to Benfica. Do you know? What I mean, it's it's paid in instalments, so it's just doing it that. Mm-hmm. Uh, moving on, of course, breaking news uh, since the first of January, uh, and with the transfer window just opened a couple of hours, Celtic confirmed they have signed the John Mida. Yoko Idaguji and Rio Hete. So let's have a look at the new signings and we'll see what, what they can bring to Celtic. Starting off with Dijon Mira, age 24 years old, plays mostly on the left, but he's rounded skill set, a great fit for both, both, both wide positions and central positions, gets into scoring positions uh, rentlessly. Uh, he's, he's high in attack, he's high in pressing. He doesn't like to, to hold on to the ball, Mark, uh, more so than, than what Yasser would do. He, he's not that kind of player. He, um, finishing, uh, he's intensive. He's very good. He finds space. He finds space in crucial areas. Gets to high-quality chances. Excellent exposing small spaces behind defences. Uh, determined to get to the chances at, at first. Uh, he's a good aerial finisher as well. Uh, chances creation. He's relentless in attack. Beats defenders in wide areas, and he crosses. Uh, he crosses low into high quality spaces for oncoming midfielders or attackers to to chase up the ball. Ability to create uh, quality passes for true balls into space to find empty empty spaces to pick out players. Ball possession. He's good at, at uh, controlling the ball. 
He's a progressive first touch. He's excellent carrier. Uh, he uses his strength and has excellent acceleration to beat defenders. Great movement into space behind the defensive line. Defensive positions. He's aggressive. He's relentless, determined, and he's intelligent. Puts defenders under constant pressure with his tideless running. Likes to high press and works tirelessly throughout the game. Physically, he's fast, he's strong, he's agile. Mark, I think it was back in October when I mentioned Mida to you and uh, I sent you clips on YouTube of him. And I haven't been ex- this excited in a long time, Mark, to see a player play on a Celtic jersey. Oh, I'm and, and Mida. I'm the same. Just, just calling me the videos and that. We've seen him. I, I think he could be a, a jabber a job. He said there that he'll be a superstar for us. I can see that. I can actually see my either being better than Kyle will go for us. Mm. Well, firstly, like when 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 Ange uh, first came in, yeah, this is how I came about. Me that is that uh, Ange signed him for Yokohama. And the the journalist uh, was it is it Dan Ogfitzmark is it? Aye, the boy at City. Predicted that and would go for media, and all the Japanese journalists and all the Japanese media were saying media will be Ange's first thing. But what happened? Well, we live to believe what happens that Yokohama won the title race, and they weren't going to be prepared to let media go to mid-season when they were still in the champion race but I think he was tracked by Ange first day Mark when he came to Celtic and and just pinpointed him as a target eye yeah you know and like the, everyone was shocked that Kyogo was the was the first player that Ange approached in, in the J-League everyone thought it was going to be was going to be me but he's coming Mark he's He's only 24 years of age. He's a young lad. But by God, Mark, this fella can run. This fella has... That was the thing that really caught my eye, Paul. He's burst a pace. Some of the... Mm. I mean, this... Jobber uh, Ajab, he's so embarrassed. He sees them play. But we'll get into that. But it was from me... I wanted the videos for a mention to you. It was as if he's playing the right wing. And he, the guys were maybe even a yard or two like a start on him. But still, not even catching him. He was getting in front of them. Mm-hmm. It's just a speed that he has on him. I mean, that's frightening for such a team that's playing in the Scottish League. Paul, we have a player with that kind of pace. The thing that gets me, Mark, is like, look, we have him, right? And we have Kyogo. Two players who who now are going to run tirelessly, right? And we, and we said it at times, Mark, against the uh, likes of Livingston, Ross County, and St. Johnston. Is that we look laboured, that we look too slow, we look things like that we, we couldn't find the spaces. Neither could be this player mark that's going to exploit those spaces and, and create the space for players to move wrong because the front three balls frightening. I think that we look at Yota, Kyogo and Mida out on the right hand side, the fact that he's going to be playing but I mean, that is, I've spoke about it, Paul, how against teams like Livingston, we need players that can pick their way through these packed defences. I think Kyogo and Ida partnership, I think that'll be something that'll be really, really flourish once the two of them get up. It's, 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 it's going to be 
I think Mark is going to be, it's going to be it's going to be special. Like you know, I mean, like I like. It's not just Keogh going to stay like, the hard the high press either. Like he does going to be doing that as well. Exactly, you're going to have two players like that. That 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 was, and and plus, Mark, he's he's good in the air as well. You know, I mean, he's not just a a great finisher with his feet, like, but he's headed goals as well. Like he's he's not afraid to throw his body on the line either. You know, he's not afraid of a tackle. He's strong. Like he he looks like that. He won't take any nonsense from like the 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 bullying of the Scottish League. No, it's not saying bullying, like like the physique of the Scottish League, Mark. He looks like a player like that that, that will be able to handle that as well, don't he? I, I think he will. I don't think there's much question either. I mean, he's, he's not the tallest, but you can tell he's well built. He's well at himself in that pose. I don't think the physical side will really bother him that much. Uh, moving on. Uh, next up, we have Yogate Iraguchi. He's 25 years old. Uh, can play as a number eight, but the skill set fits for him to play much in a deeper role at Celtic. Moves the ball well, smart in possession and an aggressive presser, but he isn't the quickest of players. Very useful, maybe in a squad addition, to allow flexibility in the midfield. He's skilled casting ball possession, looks to move the ball forward quickly. Uh, best, best from playing in a deeper role with space and have more players moving ahead of him. Often just keeps things simple, finds the ball and moves it quickly out to wide areas. Very important in the transition of defence to attack. Uh, offensive position, keen to drop into deep positions, roll, uh, keeps out of space to, cre- to create uh, the pivot, opening the gaps to players around him. Supports in half pace in, in, is good. He's pivot to attacks and is very smartly pre- placed in counter press. Defensive understands his role and he stays well behind the play, closes the space around him intelligently. But he's more used to a narrow midfield. He lacks in pace, so that's an issue if he's asked to cover a large areas. Although Andrew's system of inverted full backs this will help Celtic cope with his lack of pace. He holds off the ball, committing. He 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 holds off from committing himself in defensive duels, focusing on his own permission, and can lead to him being passive at times. Uh, not the strongest in tackler, prone to overcommitting, which leads to needless fouls. Physical, he's short, not great pace. Uh, good counter attacker and and a good presser. Mark, I was I was looking through uh, a, a forum page, uh, and I was looking through Discord, and uh, i going by your post. I, I, I'm getting the impression you have your doubts about Gucci, as as he likes to know, be known as. That was because likes to get caught. I will keep going with yeah. that. We'll go with that then. Uh, I, I just think Paul he's going to be a squad player for us. I don't think he's going to take. I don't think he's going to claim a starting spot for us. Just as I said on the phone, I'm actually surprised that he got a work permit. I don't know. In, no, he's nowhere near the Japanese team. He's not a cap for nearly up to three years and things like that. So I think maybe it's just a bit of kind of 
Don't know, back up, are you still at your man Ange? Kinda well knows enough about that he can know he knows <coughs> he knows what jobs he'll be able to do, but I think I think he'll be on the bench for me stay time And the opposite and the opposite. Uh, I think Ange knows why he signed him. Uh, he's going to fit in Beeson's role. That's where he's going to fit there. Remember, I was always saying you were missing when I was going through Ange's Sata of Yokohama, and I was raving about a player called Kida, right. who who was the pivotal Falamak who stayed behind the front line. That he never joined the attack, never joins the attack. He stays behind, and that's all he does is stay behind. And when the the opposition attacks, he's the first one to come to press then. And he keeps the ball moving. So I'm actually seeing a lot of similarities here in Gucci, in Kida. And I think that's where Ange is going to, to have him in that role. That he's going to be the key for, for Celtic moving the ball more quickly into these wide areas. Because... Uh, even though I know Bison's been doing well there and and stuff like that, I still think we're very slow in in passing the ball from midfield to a thing, and I think that's why Ange signed uh, the Gucci Mac to, to get this ball moving faster. Well, see, but I just don't, I don't honestly see him claiming a jersey fight away. I really don't. And <coughs> uh, we've got Beaton there, you've got McCarthy in there, you've got. I mean, even. Plays McGregor in there. And McGregor is actually turning in as he's getting older. Maybe that's the kind of role McGregor's been to get because he's he's not. I mean, we've seen it for the last couple of seasons. He's not been up playing that kind of box to box role. Probably we've spoke about that privately as well. He's not doing that kind of job. He's not getting up there and scoring the goals that he used to score and things like that. McGregor, sir. So, but interesting. So who would you go for your midfield three then? Midfield three. Aye. You'd go for Gucci. McGregor and Rogic. Mm-hmm. They're not, mm-hmm. not a bit lightweight, that. When, when I was looking at it, and I'll I, I speak of that, I'll speak to you more about that after I go through uh, Rio. But I, I just think, Mark, that because of his style of play, like what I was reading of him, he, he has the too many slim similarities of Kida. Kida is the exact same kind of player that Ange had at Yokohama. He he wasn't the the fastest, you know, and Ange used the inverted full backs mark to cover that. Do you get me? Aye, you know? Aye. So 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 like Gucci will just stay there. He won't move. Like he he'll stay in around the centre circle and he'll break up the play. And his role in Denmark is to, to, to move the ball quickly. And then you're going to have the likes of Dijon. You're going to have Kyogo. You're going to have Yasa. You're going to have Roderick. These are players, Mark, who are going to move on. And he, he, his best asset, Mark, is passing. Uh, Gucci's asset. He, that's his best asset, is moving the ball quickly. And that's, what I, that's, that's, the, that's the only reason. Because I was actually surprised as well, because like, when I was reading about him, like he... He, he's no stranger to, to European football. He played with Leeds in uh, 2018 and 2019 season, Mark. He was on their books. And he played. He didn't get one game. Not one Not one appearance. Well, he was going to a German team and then got a bad injury on Germany, wouldn't it? You know? But, like... But people... I know you're saying it, bro. They're going to go and talk about uh, Rio. 
tears that you pronounce that a tear, whatever, we will just mm. come, I think, you know. I just think we're missing that. I'm, 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 I'm just saying that he's going to be playing in that kind of role. But he's, like, he's more of um, a utility player. He can play, like, I just want you. So next up, let me find it out. I've lost my note now of him, Mark. Like, you <laughs> disturbed me. Attacking jewels. Ah, I have it. So next up, we have a excellent rounded skill set. Uh, seemingly uh, fulfilled, perfect fit. Also, as a number eight or left back role, or as a cent- centre midfielder, could make an, an immediate effect in the transformation of Ange's team. Skill categories as follows. Uh, very good in pass uh, selection. Uh, his decision making is brilliant. Runs runs and puts true balls into opposition half into space for players. Create, creates chances at high quality pace. Comfortable playing out right with effective crosses. Often cutting the ball back into the penalty box for on-running attackers. Uh, receives the ball comfortable under pressure. Good at using his body. Great dribbler. Uh, great running through traffic. Progressive ones are incisive and targets areas where, where there is space. Anticipates play very smoothly. Uh, occasionally goes with the long p- pass as, as quick as possible. Picks up excellent positions, out of position. Keeps access distance to passing to small lanes so he can receive the ball. Allow, always looking to attack and always looking to support forward players. Very keen to do the counter-attack. Uh, he's a weak tackler. He's not strong in duels, but his positioning and understanding the game is excellent. He's, he likes to do the high press. He's full of energy and will cause opposition real problems. He can be really strong and effective in the counter press, uh, he's quick. His high speed acceleration. Uh, he uses his body well. I think Mark, my think for him, and he mostly played on the left for Yokohama last season. He really played in the centre for well, Yokohama well, last season. I've said that too, Paul. I thought I think that he was. Well, it's good to be seen to play left back, really, isn't he? Because I'm looking at him, and I was looking at his stats, and I was looking at his team. He uh, re- re- reminds me um, of, of Laxell. Very weak tackler, Mark, gives away city free kicks. Very good defender. Well, let me yeah. make a seed. Laxell played left midfielder, left wing all his career in Celtic. He started his his career um, as a centre forward and then he moved on to left wing and then eventually he was moved on to kind of the left wing back role then he started going into the centre midfield role so like he's more of a a, a utility player Mark but I think if 
for me, looking at that, like, if Ange, like, why would Ange sign two Japanese players, Mark, for a similar position? I was going to say, he's You know, so, I think he's going to be um, on the left. Elisa being the left, it'll be him that'll be on the bench, whereas I'm saying it'll be Gucci that'll be on the bench. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I think, uh, I think Gucci was signed for a reason, Mark, that Ange clearly sees something in him in Japan that, that we haven't seen, do you know what I mean? You know? Well, you know, well, but I think... It must be, I mean, no, we've just got to trust Ange. You know, I mean, that's what the way I'm kind of playing it, but... Because really, really, we don't really know much about any of the season. I'm not saying you don't know what you're talking about. I mean, we're just watching YouTube videos and reading up on them. We've not actually seen any of them really play many games or that. I think I've watched one of them. How many players did we... Like, we used Taylor, Scales, Montgomery, Ballingorley. And not one of them really, Mark, has kind of claimed the left-back position. You know, they haven't really... Do you think, though, that was done, Mark, because the, of the lack in depth in the squad? Well, I think, I think Ange thinks that Taylor is not the just like a lot of us. He's not the greatest left back in the world, and he's never he's never going to be. But he's a good, solid enough left back in the SPL kind of thing. So, I mean, guys like Bolling Golly, the future at Celtic, we know that. Young, they have young Dane Murray, what's going to happen, uh, Dane Murray into what's going to happen to him, where's that pushing him back further out the picture and things like that, it's just... That's what you're saying, like, you know, because if you look on the right-hand side, right, uh, and I'm always raving about, about the back, is how, how Radisson always gets above Avada, that Radisson seems to be our farthest ringer on the right-hand side, and it's always on the left Yasha kind of seems to be on his own, you know, that there's never kind of a runner above. Thing. And you're looking at Hayashi there, like he loves, that's his style of play, like he loves getting forward, he loves getting up to support the attack, he loves getting in the run space. I, I think he's going to be definitely on the left mark, you know, and I, 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 I can't see why, considering we have Beaton, Zaro, uh, McCarthy, Gucci. Uh, why would he sign the fifth uh, defensive midfielder, Mark? Do you get me? Uh, you know? uh, it just seems, you know, it's just saying, Paul, they just seem to be able to play in the same kind of positions. But so that's kind of interesting. It's kind of on the arms as well, Mark. You did that. He kind of signs players like a batter can play across the front three. Yasser can play across the front tree. Kyogre can play across the front tree, but his best position is central. We know that. But that's but a, that, that seems but to be kind of like, uh, But it's like saying Jota can play across the front tree, but his best position is in the left. We shouldn't be mm. buying guys that can play, well, we might play him in central midfield this week, but he can cover it left back next week. It's shite like that, Paul. We should be buying yeah, the best to play in one position. You're playing all the time during the game, aren't you? You know, and... Well, yeah, okay. kind of, I think like, for a player to kind of change his mindset for all the time, then for a different game, like if he's playing 
midfield one week and then he's playing left back another week. Like, I mean, he's constantly changing the mind and how, how he thinks. Like, you and know? if a player is a bad, if you've, play, if you've got a player that's supposedly, I mean, really, we're guessing it on see these three signings, Paul, including Maida. Maida, we're actually guessing where they're going to play. <laughs> Do you know what I think, mate? Um, and I was looking at it, Mark, where, where, where I can see. Uh, me to play I think uh, either Tombola or Roger come in trouble See I think it's so, me I think it's me I'd be I'd, just for what I've seen through him Paul I'd be me attending to play him out in the wide right yeah, be, the because he's because he's speed just simply because mm-hmm. he's speed but, as I say it's, it'll be interesting to see well, and Angie's actual first choice, first pick eleven is. I mean, you're saying about yeah, how would you pronounce that, Paul? He was for second name. Ayote. Ayote. If you're playing him at you're left, asking me. If you're, you're asking me. <laughs> if you're playing him at left back, but what's Ralston for Juranovic? Exactly. I think Juranovic is probably the best left back at the club, you know, and it's mm-hmm. not his coin's natural position. You know, like, this is, this, this is, uh, it, it, it's what's going to happen, no, Mark, is like, Andrew's creating a selection problem for himself. Do you know, or maybe Ange, Mark, already saw within the squad who he needs to drop and who, who why, why these players are coming in, you know? One of the good things is, it can be a bad thing as well if you've got too many of these type of players, but we've said before, it's good to have players that can, but we pretty kind of maybe just cost squad players, Paul, that can come in and fill in at different positions, but it's just that, I, I mean, I'm maybe as soon as if I'm putting a damper and signing the three Japanese lads, that's not what I've been to do at all. It just seems, as we're saying, we can't turn around and say, all right, well, that's us, we've signed a left back. You know what I mean? Well, that's us, we've signed signed a new right winger or a right midfielder or whatever you want to put but it's actually nobody's actually sure where these guys are going to fit into the team yeah because because when, when you look at uh, Nida it just says attacker in, in his sass it says attacker it doesn't say right left centre it says attacker um, Hayoshi says centre midfielder alright and uh, uh, Gucci Denmark is a, his role is actually the role that I said he is, is a defensive midfielder. So the only one really that's signed for the position that he plays is Gucci. Aye. You know, you know. But my only concern, Mark, is uh, signing the, 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 the three lads, and uh, I, I think neither will will be able to handle it, but. The the other two lads, Mark, my 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 age concern is the the, the physical side of the Scottish game. Right, well, you know, according to transfer market, Paul, Maida's played uh, 50, 58 games as a centre forward, fifty five games as a second striker. That's the number ten kind of role. Forty four games as a left winger, four as a right winger. So they're massive blue at the windy. So that's what I'm saying, right? That's what I'm saying. I think he's going to, he's going to, the two people that are going to be in trouble, Mark, are, is going to be either Tornbill or Roderick. 
You know, Turnbull, Turnbull's out, sadly, out for a couple of months so we can kind of leave him out of the equation, you know, but I know he's a bit longer term, it's their positions that are under threat. I've even, I've even noticed a few people, I, think, I don't know if it was on Twitter or Facebook or something, and they're saying that the uh, plan's going to be to play Kyogre out in the left when we need us through the middle. And I wouldn't, I, for, for that performance, we've seen the Kyogre out in the left, Paul, I wouldn't like to think Ange is going to get down that road at all. I wouldn't think that was a good, I think Ange kind of saw that already himself, Mark. You know what I mean? I think he needs another player uh, behind Kyogo, Mark, that, that's going to do the kind of similarity running as what Kyogo will do because if they're near each other, Mark, the two of them are going to create space. Do you get me? Because one fella will be going one place, the other fella, you're go- they're going to drag the two centre de- defenders away from each other. So it's only going to Create space to get space. Space, space for the other, the other one. Yeah. That job, I, I, so, and that's the key to Andrew's sister, Mark, is is creating space. And I'm not dissing Tom or, 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 or Roderick and stuff like that, but at times, Mark, they're too slow in running to make that space. Do you get me? Well, we all know Rogic isn't the quickest. There's no doubt about that, Paul. Was, if, 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 I think it's Jay FP that keeps saying it. if Rogic had pace, he wouldn't be at Celtic and be at Barcelona or somebody like that. Mm-hmm. You know, but it is like it's a uh, it's interesting, Mark. The, these three signings and uh, but my my concern though is the physical side, Mark, of the two lads, uh, Hayose and Aguchi. Like we saw Kyogre, he seems to be handy, fair enough, but he goes down as well, Mark, on on the on the tackles as well. Can you see that maybe? Do you think maybe that's why maybe Gucci kind of wasn't fit for uh, Leeds, Mark, but maybe the physical side could got to him or? I think she was just uh, about even immaturity in his part in that. Mm-hmm. I, I can remember the Leeds, uh, the Leeds fans on their forum. They never, they, even it came up, they seemed to be interested in him, obviously. They kind of they talk about all the all, they talk about anything that's legal related, and a few of them just came out and said they had good luck to the lad if he does get his move to Celtic. It was just unlucky that it didn't work out for him at least. But nobody nobody had a bad word to say about him. I don't mm-hmm. think it was any day with effort or anything like that, Paul. Mm-hmm. Um, George is saying personally, I think it's grace that the likes of Tombaugh and Roderick could be under stress as we didn't have that luxury for a while. I think, Mark, that of all the players with, with, with me that are coming in, uh, w- one of them will be will be in trouble because I think Cal McGregor will, will be up, up, up in the forward be, just because of his passing, Mark, you know? Uh, Gucci is going to slap back into Bison's thing, I think, and that's why I think uh, Mida will slash in Denmark maybe in, into Roderick's or thing. You know, oh, so Mark, he could rotate Kyogo and Mida a centre forward, you know, because well, I'm just just a Mark like, you know, like, like the Rogic kind of attacking midfielder position to see what he can do. Mm-hmm. You know? I just think, uh, that, I think that's awfully lightweight for a midfield pull. We've been going about how we're digging on midfield against Rangers and things like that in the last few seasons. There's no much digging in that midfield. No. That's my main issue, Mark, is that 
you're lightweight. And if we are going to go with Gucci in, in, in big games against Rangers and even against Aberdeen, Marcus uh, Fogg is, is, a, is a top uh, midfielder as well, and, and he's physical as well. Like, in, are, they, are they going to be able to handle the, the physical side of the Scottish game? You know? Where the other two are going to fit into the team. 
mean, my is going to, wherever he's going to be playing, he's going to, for me, he's going to be a starting member. He's going to be one That's of the That's it. I think, I, I, I'm just saying, Joe Mark, I need Another two going to be, I mean, mm-hmm. I'm not right in them off. I hope I'm proved wrong in the two of them. They stake a claim, but I've just I, got my doubts on because of the questioning, just even the questioning where they're actually going to play, Paul. There's no clear sign of what their position is or anything like that. No, and, and, and you look it up, you, you, you look up their stats, Mark, like the, like how you kind of, he played mostly on the left, but in some games, then he played through the centre, he played, you know what I mean? Like there was no kind of set positions there for him, you know? Uh, but, but the fella Dan uh, Oswich, Mark, was, he said that we have something special in how you're coming in, you know, that we have a special young talent in coming in. He said, everyone's, he said, is, uh, is raving about me that coming in, and he said, rightly so, but he said, wait till how comes in, and you see the quality of passing that this fella can do, you know? You know so, moving on. Yeah, walk away, go on. Do you want to read them out? No, no, I'm just catching up on what's been said. On you go. Uh, of course, with the transfer open, we're expecting some players to be leave. So the first country under the Ange era is young Owen Henson. The 10-year-old joined Hibs on loan until the end of the season. Owen's contract is up with the season. So my question is to, to yourselves in the live chat. Is it likely that Owen Henderson is played his last game Mark, uh, for Celtic against Real Batiste or can you see maybe getting a new contract no, 21 years of age Mark, just... no, I think that's him Paul I think, I, I think he'll probably he'll probably sign for Hibs in the summer I reckon <coughs> pardon me he's going out there Paul he'll be, playing, he'll be playing games for Hibs get what I mean he's not going to break into the Celtic team the way Celtic's Especially, Marcus, 21 years of age. And, and if, if we're not kind of breaking into the Celtic team now, at that age, I, I, I don't think you're going to kind of, kind of break in there. And it's a pity because there's a player there, Mark. In, in fairness, oh, I, 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 I like him. I, I think he's actually better than his brother. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. he's not going to get... It's, I mean, we've spoken about it umpteen times, Paul, how hard it is for young players to break into the Celtic team. Uh, and just about buying Mears midfielders, you just can't really see where he's going to have much future at Celtic. So yeah, probably especially with, with, with I mean, the signings we've done so far, like he's pushed down more down. I mean, I'm saying, I'm I'm got, I'm saying I expect him to sign for Hibs, but I mean, he might shine at Hibs and get an offer for somewhere down in England or somewhere abroad. I mean, he's going to be a free agent in the summer. So who knows what you get six months to to show the world what he can do kind of idea, Paul, and get a move somewhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, because, uh just just as we came on the podcast it was confirmed that um Liam Shaw has signed for Modwell to the end of the season. Uh I think that's a good move for Liam Mark, uh actually just to stay in the Scottish League as well, mm-hmm. uh with Modwell uh, and to get game time for Liam because uh, I, I like to look at him, Mark. I, I, you're about a physical player, Mark, who 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 we need. Uh, and Liam is is a physical lad as well, you know. 
you think he's got a future at Celtic, Paul? Brutally, to be brutally honest, do you? Honestly, no. It's, it's hard, isn't it? It's hard. You want to see all these young guys coming in and doing well for us, and then a lot of them's not even getting a sniff. I mean, you've spoken a few times about uh, Luke O'Connell's agent saying that mm-hmm. he's lost years of his career at Celtic and things like that. And you don't want to hear that. You don't want to hear agents or young players coming out of that because that can go against you when you're trying to sign young players. If they're like, oh, wait, I knew that. Look at Connell. I've got his phone number. I'll phone Hickey on my bell and see what he says about signing for Celtic. But when, we, when we signed uh, Liam Sharmack, right, we signed him in July before Ange came in, right? So we were obviously scouting him for a long, long time. All right? And manager at the time was Lennon. I think Liam Shaw would have been more suited to a new Lennon team. There's no way that kind of uh, Tommy McIntyre is staying the scouting scout, I mean, wanted to sign him. Sign him and he signed Ozada as well with him. But you think like that he would be more suited to a new Lennon team rather than an Ange team? But anybody suited to a new Lennon team? <laughs> if you turn up front uh, you know it's a pissy door market because like, like we're, we, we were kind of having high hopes for him when, when we saw him because like, we saw him in pre-season we saw him in, in a few games uh, against Real Madrid he's never let himself down I mean that's the thing these young, these young players that have had their chance but you can't see the field do you know what I mean it's, it's a bit of a sickener that some of their career is they're not going to get a chance to build a career at Celtic and never, mm-hmm. a lot of them's never really they're going to be leaving without even being given the chance do you know what I mean it's not just they've come in and proven that they're not going to be good enough they've come in and proved that well there's something there in a, in a couple of years or maybe I mean maybe they're reading the rank poem well, so you know, like, like, he's only 20 he's only 20 maybe it's just going to be part of like their progression. I mean, David Beckham would be going to Preston alone. That's what I thought, Mark. That's what I thought. Like, uh, like my taking on is like that. Maybe Ange wants him to stay in the Scottish League. To, to, to well, it is, Paul, if you look about Europe and the bigger teams and that, it is, it is, it is what the kind of day. All these other young players maybe get six months or a year out and loan. Before mm-hmm. they become like first team squad regulars. Yeah, so Callum Mack went to North County, so back all those years back, didn't he? Maybe, maybe Angie's looking at it's a kind of modern way of the last so many years it's came in compared to years ago, but that's been kind of it's like the final year of your apprenticeship kind of idea. No, mm-hmm. I mean, you're doing your two or three year apprenticeship, your final year, you get on, on loan to try and like, get game time under your belt and toughen yourself up and that. Christy then went to Abstein and, and he came back as a freaking uh, free kick, free taker, free kick taker oh, for, for Robertson. <laughs> so he came back as, didn't he? And he got a goal. I, I actually jinxed him. He got a goal at the weekend uh, for Bournemouth, his first goal. <laughs> did he, how far was he out? Was that, was that long range effort or was that a tough <laughs> probably, uh, probably He probably took the goal, kicked the keeper, was injured probably. Ozada, <laughs> um, uh, Yohidi looks like to be going out alone as well. And could be joining up with Preston North End. Preston were also interested in signing Ozaza in July before he joined Celtic. Mark, this is it's, it's no surprise 
free that Ozaz uh, wants to leave. I, I said this back months ago that his agent was talking about him, saying that he wasn't kind of getting in the team. He wasn't. He was in and out of the first team squad, and he was on the bench one week. He was out of the bench. I I I I, I think Ozaz is going to leave. I really do, and the fact that he's gone, that Prince Preston are are back in for him again uh, for a loan deal. It's it's kind of saying like that they might come in for a bid for him at the end of the season as well. Uh, it looks like it, didn't it? Just the, the same yeah. thing, Paul. They're just, I mean, I read, what is it, we've got 35 first-team squad players. I mean, that's ridiculous, a ridiculous number and considering they're still making certain positions as well, do you know what I mean? So, they're not all going to get games. It's, it's again, Paul, it's, it's bad planning to put with going about the young players. Even if you can have too many, I mean, people, oh, you can have too many youngsters, but you can have too many youngsters in your team because they're all looking to get their first their crack at the first team. You know what I mean? That's, and all these youngsters, they're all dying, they all want to be playing football, and we've not even got, we've not even got a reserve league. That coach things, a lot of them aren't even eligible for the coach in that, in there, Paul. So it's difficult, it's a difficult one. As I said, hopefully, it's just a case of. No, we're learning and we're using this kind of loan system to progress for players on rather than just pulling them out without even getting a chance. Because I guarantee you at least one of them will come back and will be like, oh, that's a bit of, you know what I mean, that's a bit of the state letting him go. Mm-hmm. I think it is, Matt, because uh, you're on about, and the lads in the live chat and yourself are saying as well, like saying that we're missing kind of physical players and there you have two physical young players who maybe will benefit from a loan spell I, I, I wouldn't like it to be thinking that just sent the crazy all over before it got started you know what I mean you know no because see, that, see things like that happen Paul again for me it's bad it looks bad and sent it then again but, that, don't but it? not even that Paul but then you've got to look at well why did we sign them in the first place mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I mean, you've got to look at the systems that you're scouting in. Well, why, why did we send so many of these young guys and they're all they're, they're needing to get rid of them because they're, not going to, they're never going to be good enough for Celtic? So who decided to sign them at the time? Mm-hmm. That's it, like this. Like, but that's going back to a problem that we spoke about months ago and and Lads and Lycha spoke about it. They spoke around Discord. They spoke about for It's a director of football. You know, that there's no structure within the Scotland City. Like, we don't even have a head of recruitment, well, Mark. Well, you know what I mean? Spoke about this in yeah. the podcast, Paul. The, the team's playing well. We're all excited with the new signings. We're spending money. We're trying to get Carter Vickers in that. But it's off the off field, Paul. The same old, same old problems are still there. There's still no mm-hmm. recruitment. There's still no director of football. As I said, the fans walked out the Mora. Put position to Celtic be in. Yeah. If fans leaves at the end of the season, what position Celtic going to be in? <laughs> I was just thinking of that today, and I, I I actually made myself laugh. If if Ange left, and a new manager came in, we we just say a manager like uh, like Dave, Lee Lennon, Mark, who loves David these Royce, players. Imagine David yeah. coming in. Like that likes physical players, Mark. Big players, you know. And he's walking down the line like police academy. 
<laughs> and he comes across the Japanese folks. And he goes, oh, these fellas. <laughs> remember that? In <laughs> right, right. <laughs> uh, the same problems that are behind the scenes. If it, where's the long-term planning? What's the, the vision for the next five years? Instead, of what's the vision for the next six months? Yeah, it just uh, at the moment is kind of is it too is 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 there too much trust, Mark? Or are, are, are we leaning too much on Ange to to have too much control of the club? Do you think? I think we're leaning on him too much. I definitely do. I mean, don't, I, don't, I think he's enjoy, I think he's loving having that, even that kind of power to run basically everything. But I'm sorry, right the short term, Paul, but we've seen where that can end up in the longer term. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I mean, sorry, right, I keep saying to you, chatting that's like putting all your eggs in the Ange basket. But what happens when Ange isn't there? It's just there's nothing. There's nothing then. If we can't, we, we shouldn't be able to be constantly going to Ange and asking him to recommend players. Ange should have a cheat saying who we sign. I'm not meaning that way and things like that. But there should be other people working behind the scenes to bring players to Ange and say, "We said we need a left back. You think one of these? We've got these three choices or these five choices. What do you think?" Things like that, but it shouldn't be, shouldn't be keeping going to them. No other club does it, Paul. How many times did, no. Chelsea, how many times did Chelsea lost their manager? Don't change their manager. Same structure was there. It's, aye, it's what's going on behind the scenes just keeps the club yeah. at the top level. Same structure was there. Like it's aye, true what Bobby said here, but he put a smiley face after, but it's actually true. Ange at the moment, Mark, is our manager, director of football, aye, exactly, and head of recruitment. That's that, exactly. He really is. You know? And I'm saying it to you, Paul. Why no in two or three years' time see if Ange fancies a director of football role? You know what I mean? That would be ideal, Mark, wouldn't oh, it? That, that would be ideal. ideal you know, like, yeah, yeah, that would uh, be ideal. Like, if Ange stayed here, we stay for four years, and then decide then, right, I love this club so much, I'm going to stay, but I'm going to win as a director. Like, that's ideal. Like, that's uh, planning. I mean, he's not, he's, I mean, he's not a young coach either, do you know what I mean? So, t- no. So it says, a few years' time, why no see if he fancies it? You know? See why he's doing all these, he's doing all this other work, Paul. He's not doing his main job, which is coaching the no. team and training the team and things like and that. And we said that, Mark. Like I said that to you when, uh, with, with, with Terence was was on with us, and I said that to you, Mark. Instead of Ange being on the like, he's obviously he's going to be on the training pitch, but think, but he he's going to be he's not going to be there as much as he wants because he's going to be negotiating these players with the likes of Nicholson and, and the board as well, like, you know, uh, he's setting out his targets for them, like, you know what I mean? He's in basically them, like, the, the heat scouts job and the heat recruitment job and trying to sell the players to the club while trying to get the players in as well. Mm-hmm. And I know, mm-hmm. well, obviously John Kennedy will be keeping things tightly on the training ground to the highest possible standards. Get us started, yeah. <laughs> Don't be saying that to me, will you? <laughs> I mean, it is. A, it's, I know it's, it's, it sounds as if I'm a moaning get because I keep talking about it, but, no, but it's, it's, some, it's something that's got to, got to be addressed, and we'll probably get into even more detail when we start talking about Nicholson. So let's just see how it goes. But it's I was reading up there on, on the, the Celtic thing, and a lot of people have been praising um, McManus. It's coaching. 
Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. You do. I'm here. I'm just going to say, he'll be, yeah. he'll be getting to blame me the next free kick. He'll be the next quote-unquote defensive coach that gets to blame me the stuff. Oh, yeah. So he'd be the next time he comes to the free kick. Yeah, he'd be defensive So... One question, Mark, I, I have for you and, and, I, and I have for, for the live chat is like signing Gucci, we have on our books, we have Gucci, Bison, McCarthy and Zorro. Is he the one that maybe he'll go out with loan or will he leave in Johnny, do you think, or will it be the end of the season? Because... Uh, Mark, if you have books to the end of the season, that's a lot of money you're paying for four players for one position. I don't think you can anywhere near the team, maybe. I, I think so, I'll be away, maybe in loan this, this uh, window where, maybe I don't know, a loan to buy or something like that. I just even what happened, what happened with, with Zorro? Like we were, did, last season, well, we just saw bad last season that Zorro looked good. Uh, <sighs> I just think, Paul, he just needed to calm down a bit. That was all I think yeah. was actually wrong with him. He was, I thought he was a good he player. He was a good player. He Sorry, Paul. He was a red card away in, in every aye, game. Like, aye. That was what I, thought. Like I mean, he just needed to kind of calm down. But, I mean, I thought he was good enough to be a player. His reading of the game was good. He was always... He seemed to have that kind of... If you look at it, if you, if you look at... The players that are there at the moment, like not not Gucci, because he just come in. If you look at Beeson McCarthy, you think Zara will be the the one most suited to Andrew's style of play because he's fast and because he moves Aye. the ball fast. He's run with the ball, don't you? Aye, I mean, I, I, I can't fault his actual football performances, Paul, but it was just his, his temperament. He just seemed to run a bit also a headless chicken, as you say. He just wanted. It, but it's pretty European game, was it? They get booked after just a few minutes. It's fair play to him. He, he walked the tightrope and never put another foot around, really. So that's like, it has got to end him to play. Do you know that what I mean? That effects the game, don't they? Do you know what I mean? Then if, you're, if, you get a, if you get a yellow card, like in, in a game, like, as I remember a game, Denmark, he was a yellow card, and he must have got about six warnings off the referee, like, and was eventually like, Cam, don't know you, or you're off. Right, Do you know what I mean? Like, so, as you just need to see, I, I don't see, I really don't see him if he can get much else or much future himself taking off. Just, yeah, I mean, I, I think he'll, he's a player that could go in and play at a better, a better level. I, probably a higher level than Scottish football, if he can bend himself in a bit
Um, I know I spoke about players leaving a lot, Mark, and we spoke about these three players potentially leaving. I have Barkas, uh, Balangoli, a Yessi, if we can get rid of a Yessi, because I know he's injured now. So I don't know if we can get rid of him. Is there any more, Mark, you think? Or is it going to be more of our young players kind of leaving during this transfer window, do you think? Well, I think Barkas will be, will be getting out probably, <coughs> probably on loan. Uh, yeah, as you say, he's injured. It'll be hard for Push to get... When's he due back, Paul? He's in one for a while. Nah, okay, I, looked up, I looked up, mate. There's no update, Mark. I think, I no. don't think he'll leave it during this window. Uh, it's a tear. He had, he had a tear. In the in, in the hamstring, like so, I say he's could be out too. I'm trying to. I mean, there I've just said we get thirty five first team players and does, but and I can't think anybody off the top of my head now. No, like the likes of Barkas, there they said sorrow. Get this guys. Do you know they're just not getting any real future at the club? Really, do you know what I mean? I mean I'd have actually beat on in that division, Paul, as well to the last or to the last few. Just so. You know what I mean? Because I'm, the, the centre-back experiment, just I don't know why people persist it. I mean, even Ange's done it, and, but as soon as Ange moved him into central midfield, I mean, it was like a different player. That's the player mm-hmm. we knew that Beaton, Beaton, Beaton could have been that player for us for the last few years, except the likes of Rodgers and Lennon seemed to disregard him as a centre-back, a, back, a back-up centre-back. Mm-hmm. Now, is there any other players, Mark, you expect us to come in? I, I know we're linked with um, the, the Boyle for, from Hibs. Uh, maybe around the three million. Would, 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 would he be a player you'd be interested in Celtic signing or do you think that there's other positions that we need to strengthen? Because it all seems to be attack rather than in defence. Like, I'd like to see probably bring in Silica, a young striker. I'd like you to bring in a, strike, a young striker that's, people are talking, we've spoken about like a bit of physical presence about him up front. Because we're not, I mean, we thought Jacko was going to do it and we're hoping that he shows us what he can actually do, but I still don't got that option of putting somebody like that up front. It's going to kind of, eh, he's a, a big old-fashioned centre-forward kind of thing, attacking headers and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's easy enough to say, oh, we need to get new players in, but if Julian, Julian's due back, so do we need another centre-back, really? Does he look at now, Mark, right? You look at our keepers, right? So at the moment, we have Hart, Bane, Hazard, Barkas, and Young Lad. I'm going to put Young Lad Toby in there as well, all right? Because he's, he's in the first thing. Right back, we're going to have Ivanovic and Radisson. We we have Julian, Vickers, Starfelt, and Welch. Left we have at the moment Bonangoli, Taylor, Montgomery, Scales, Hayese. Do you know what I mean that's that that position alone is too crowded, Mark? That left back position. Well, you know, we're getting abundance of them now, really, haven't we? And it's been like, and it's still a, for me, Paul. It's still a problem position, really. The big thing with that, Mark, is has Anne signed Hayoshi for that position? Well, that's what I thought it was, Paul. That's honestly what I was thinking. Because, I mean, the Vogue Marine be kind of, not even favourite, it's just, I mean, I'd still stick up for Taylor. I think he's decent enough, but 
Shaw, I'd like to see Shaw getting a few games under his belt, see if he can do doing really well for Celtic and things like that. It's a, it's, but we've not actually, nobody, nobody can agree on who we should have as left back. You get what I mean? Mm-hmm. Everybody's got their own Shaw because we've, that's in a, uh, Shaw, no Shaw, scales because of this. Scales, scales have done well, Max, since he came in there. Aye, he, aye, he, but you he, would, he has, like, in fairness. And um, he's given the physical presence, Max, that we don't have. But we've just not actually put in, like, we've, that's what I'm saying about Paul. Scales has done well. We want to see him doing well. I like Taylor, but other, other folk would. Other folk will know like Taylor. Nobody can agree on who should be Celtic's first choice left back at this minute in time, really, can they? And I think looking at all of them, I think Juranovic has been the best left back of the season. And maybe maybe I'm just thinking that he's going to just play him at left back. Mm -hmm. Unless Ralston gets injured or banned or whatever, I don't see Ralston ever getting on. I mean, I have bad games, every player does. But I don't ever see Ralston falling back into that rut of being that that player, Paul, that named the rate and named the all wrote off. I just don't see him being as bad as that ever again. I came across uh, a post. Let's go back a couple of weeks back, though, Mark, saying that they're not going to judge Ralston until next season because maybe he was just a one-hit wonder this season. And I, and I stayed out of the conversation. The reason because I stayed out was because I'm the same as you. I, ca- I cannot see Radisson letting the standards down that he did this season considering the, the social media abuse he probably saw, Mark. He saw things written on the papers that he wasn't good enough. He finally gets his chance and he's shown Celtic fans what he can actually do. I can never see Radisson Drop his standards, Mark, going forward. No, no I, I totally agree with you, Paul. As I say, as you'll have bad games and you'll make mistakes. And every player does. Like every player does. Do you know what I mean? Like, when I was growing up and you were growing up, like we had none of the social media, so the young players, like if they made, if a young player made a mistake in the game, Mark, and, and if his team won, they're not going to write about that mistake. Do you get me? Years ago, Paul, if a young player made a mistake, you get a bit of abuse probably at the game. And then mm-hmm. but it's it's just before <laughs> going the on the bus in the white yeah. game scene, well, oh, what do you think you am you But nowadays it's straight on your social media. It's just and it's, it's I've said it before, Paul. It's tagging the player then as well and benchmark. It's tagging the player then and just as vile, do you know what I mean? Just the way that social media is just is because of the access that people have got to these kind of, not just players, any kind of, what they were kind of celebrity status is open for abuse. And it's just that these guys have got kids and they've got families and girlfriends. They don't need, need to abuse a, abuse a player outside the ground. Do you know what I mean? See, during the game, everybody caught up in the heat at the moment and shouts, oh, you're shite or whatever to a player or that. But in the long term, it's just, it's a lot of garbage, really, the way it goes on in the modern world, Paul, for me. Yeah, there, it is. There's no need it, for it. No need for it, exactly. Um, moving on from, from the players, like, I, I still expect... How, what would you expect, Mark? Are, are we done and dusted the transfer window? Or, 
are you expecting maybe another one or two signs to come in, or is there any legs to to Boyle coming in, Mark? There's a lot of speculation, or? That's been that few years that Celtic have been trying to get Boyle in the door. They started seeing started just just before Len, the window before Len and left Hibs. Mm-hmm. I think I think then Hibs wanted something like three or three and a half million for him. And, uh, that be would that be before or after the McGinn thing? Because mm-hmm. there was something tied in in a bit of the bad blood when kind of low and their chairman that time. Well, wasn't I, it, yeah. I don't know if it was before or after that. My memory's not that clear about it, but I I don't know. It's, just like, for me, Paul, he's just another squad player. That's all exactly. he's going to be. Well, and then... what we've signed now, Mark. Like, you're looking at the players we've signed now. Like, and, like we have... Well, could Rio no cover Jota from the left wing position? Hayati? Oh, yes, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, 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 I mean, Mikey Johnson. I've, the last few games Mikey Johnson's played, I don't think Mikey Johnson... I'd love to see him getting a goal because he just seems to... That's his problem, Mark. And uh, I, 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 I think last he's trying, he's sometimes like, trying too hard. Oh. But I'd like to no, see Mickey Johnson get a goal because people just write him off for no reason and he's a, the current like, whipping boy. But at least give him a, a runny... I think... A lone move for Mickey Johnson would be good this season and go on to the end of the season and stay fish. And get first in football. Aye, 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 I would agree with you there, Paul. That would be a good idea, really. I aye, think that would be a good move for him, Matt, because the minute Yarsa's going to be fish, Johnson's going to be out in the cold again. And you know that for a fact. Uh, and maybe he's still going to... Aye, it's, 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 it's no. a kind of point. He needs to, he needs to be playing, I think, Paul. Even, even just for his confidence. Yeah, exactly. Just, just to guess. At least season under his belt, injury free would do him good. I think you know. Send him to Hibs. Send him to Hibs Maloney. Send him to Hibs part of on loan as part of a deal for Boyle. <laughs> Hibs Hibs are going to come Celtic's call team. I said. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But uh, I, I don't know Boyle. Just I don't. He's not going to. He's an S. He's put. I've said that for about some. That's a good man. He's an SPFL player. Up. Is he better? Is he better than? Is he better than James Forrest? Oh. See, you know, and. Is he more consistent? Well, is he together? Is he more consistent and better than James Forrest? But is he more, uh, more reliable? You know that he's going to be there in fact. I mean, Forrest. I don't see Forrest having much of a long-term future at Celtic unless it's just a squad player, Paul. Mm-hmm. And we spoke. Just, just one thing I, I saw the lads putting up there, Mark, was, and it's, it's actually just made me think about it there when we were talking about Boyle, is a badder, and how actually good he was in the last couple of games, Mark, through the middle. Uh, a badder. Like, could that would be actually be his best position there, Mark? Well, one of the things, Paul, I think we spoke about it, I don't know if it was on the forum or on here before, but seemed to get a wee bit of speed back, Paul, that he was kind of lost. Mm-hmm. Whether mm-hmm. he was playing maybe no fully fit, I don't know, but he seems to have gained that burst of speed that we, we saw when he first came in. So I don't know whether it was just be, whether it was, he was because he was playing through the middle or because it was because he was... <laughs> because he was just that bit sharper. Do you know what I mean? But mm-hmm. he, he, really has, he, he really did look good playing through the middle, but 
Get the talent there, Mark. I mean, like you, you can't. There's no really question. He's talented. He yeah. just did a couple. Well, I mean, he came on and he, when he first came in, he was in fire, wasn't he? And then he got mm-hmm. injured, and then did he know? Did he know? Catch COVID as well for something, Paul. Yeah, I think he did, Mark. I think he, as far as I know, I think he did uh, catch COVID yeah, as well. Maybe that, like, maybe that is just him back to back to the fitness yeah. and sharpness levels that we saw when he first came in. Because it, it was it was night and day for what we've seen from Paul. I'd be, no slagging him. We were excited for Mark when we like this is before even before we came in. And, like when when you're reading up on like e- even with these lads, there Mark like like with 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 Hayose and uh, with Gucci, like I'm reading reports like, but these are reports I'm reading from analysts in Japan. Do you know what I mean? People who who watch them week in week out, and we we read similar reports with Yasa. And it turned out quite the opposite with Yasa, didn't it? Aye, you know? aye, there's a lot of like, negative, negative reports on the show. Like that, like, Boston was poor and he gives away the ball a lot, but like, Yasa was a bit of fresh air when he, when, when, when he came in. You know he, did, he, did have a, he did have a wee bit of... He, he wasn't exactly setting the head on fire for me, Paul, at the start. It was more a bad I thought. Yeah, but I was excited about badder than Yota. But Yota, I mean, Yota showed his class in Abada. As I said, he'd a wee low, but I, I mean, he's only just turned 20, Paul. He's only a, a young lad. Do you think maybe, and I just think, just throwing out there, Mark, that maybe that that could have affected him, that that when Yasha came in and the the left-hand side started doing very well then and all our play, because I, I said to you, since, since Yasha came in, all our play has been shifted aye, to the left. Aye. You said as well. Everything shifted to the left. Do you think that maybe maybe that affected the bad his game then, Mark, maybe? Mm-hmm. And when he was two to centre, he was actually receiving more of the ball? Uh, well, maybe that. I mean, if everything's been doing the left-hand side, a bad can he do much stuck out in the, the right-hand side? Well, you know? I mean... So it, how many times, Mark, I, I, I saw a bad free out on the right-hand side and, and, and we seem to be still going down down the left. I, I still think Paul would be seem to rely on the left hand side too much. Yeah, well, it does. Yeah, and even you that's know, even when Yota was in the team, Paul, we noticed that. I don't know what that's what reasoning there is in that. It's just a lot of the time we seem to spend on that left hand side of the park. Because John Kennedy was probably showing him stats from last season. Like, I think we gave Christy the ball here. I know Christy <laughs> shot from there. And they were probably trying the same thing, listening to John Kennedy and his tactics, probably. You know? Uh, moving on, uh, credit where credit is due. Uh, so, with all the criticism the Celtic board and, and Michael, Michael Nixon have been receiving recently, and some rightly so, so we must give credit to the, where credit is due. Getting three deals done early in the early hours of the transfer window. Ange recently spoke highly of Nixon and said back in November about the J-League and that he already has his targets discussed with Nicholson and Nicholson d- delivered on his word. Mark, I suppose, look, he's been on the job a couple of months. He was officially CEO there two weeks ago. But he did what Ange wanted to do. He got three deals down the line. I could see Peter Lord getting three permanent deals down the line in the January transfer window, Mark, could you? Peter's no permanent, are they? My Eda's only a loan now. Eda's a loan with 
Do you know why that is? Just well, we like a wife and a young family, probably. They can't settle because um, I was reading about it and there was actually a player got a similar deal over in Germany that he brings his family over for the last three months of the deal and, and if they can't settle in Germany that, that he's able to go back to Japan and, and it's, it's supposed to be actually quite common Mark in, in the J-League that they, well, that they do that well it surprised me Paul it's a big I mean it's some culture shock for them isn't it coming from Japan to Scotland Especially, especially <laughs> that's it. Yeah, it's a culture shock. Going into a meet a coyote, the hoyers, and going into a takeaway oven thing, and asking for sweet and sour, Dawson salt and vinegar. <laughs> Aye, salt or sauce, salt, salt or sauce on it. Yeah, salt and pepper but, chicken. I mean, I, I, <laughs> Especially young kids and that as well. Do you know what I mean? It's, uh, you can see why they've all these things like that, probably. Probably the player that's asked for it, to be honest, Paul. Because he's not like a game we spoke about to the way Japanese football life in Ogoni. You can see Portugal. Before he signed for Yokohama, he was in Portugal. He was actually played in Portugal before Ange signed him for Yokohama. He was in the second division in Portugal. Oh, did they know that? Me yeah, he was he was actually playing in Portugal uh, in the second division and at the time he was only kind of recently married and he just couldn't settle Mark and Ange brought him back to but the, the great thing about Mida and coming to Celtic Mark is Ange because when I was reading about him he says in, in his post to uh, Yokohama he said, I'm going back to the boss. I'm going back to work uh, with the boss. You know what I mean? So this just shows how how respected um, Ange Postacoglu is Mark in Japan, isn't it? You know? I don't think there's any doubt about that, Paul. For, yeah. For, for the minute he was linked with the job, and we started looking into him. I mean, mm. I keep saying it. I, I'm totally delighted with Ange, and I'm so much glad. So glad is that a word? That we didn't think mm-hmm. that we get Andrews or Neddy Howe. I just don't. Yeah, she's looking. We certainly missed him. Mm-hmm. That's dodged a bullet there with Eddie Howe, Paul. The biggest push, Mark, for me is, is with Ange, and, and I've said it to you numerous times, and I said the podcast, like, if, if we're led to believe now with the AGM, it was Peace Law got the credit for getting Ange, that Ange was always on the, um, the radar. Well, see, if that's the case then, Paul, why was... Why, why didn't we get him after Brendan Rodgers? No, yeah. no, why did we not get him after Neil Lennon? I mean, I've said it before, Paul, I have no problem whatsoever with appointing Neil Lennon as a caretaker manager. That's what I'm saying, yeah, why didn't we get him? No, uh, so why didn't we get him? Like a transition then, get him in, or, get him in then, like when... Neil Lennon's in-term manager job is up. Do you get me? You know? Aye. It would have been the best time back there. Like, plus, it's a bit... Dominic Mackay, Dominic Mackay, he's him. Well, didn't come out and say it, but he knew Ange for his time for time in Japan and stuff like that, sir. I think it's just a wee bit of politics, Paul, who's trying to kind of claim
you get what I mean? The, the credit for the for the appointment he has, cause, because it's gone so well. I mean, would Peter Lowell come out, or his lackeys have come out with these stories if we were sitting fourth in the league, 22 points behind Rangers? These stories about mm-hmm. how Peter Lowell had them on the radar and all that, would they have come out there? Exactly, but, exactly. exactly. Mm-hmm. But go back to Nicholson, Mark. He, he he got the three deals done. He got the three targets that Ange gave him back in November. Uh, it was good business, do you think? Oh, good, great business, I think, Paul. Yeah, but it's not even cost us that much. Do you know what I mean? That's... No, it's the market, Mark, I think. Uh, Ange has opened up for Celtic. I mean, that, that, you know, journalist, like... that journalist we were talking about earlier on, he says he can't believe it. It's kind of well accepted in Japan, basically, we've kind of robbed them of these, robbed these players because of the money that we've paid for them. Do you know what it is, Mark? And, and I, when, when I was looking at the, the Twitter about him, like, the Yokohama fans are actually cheering the, the, the media for, for leaving them, for going on to bigger things. Do you know what I mean? Like, when... We big player here leaving for Celtic like we we got a good riddance here, like you know what I mean? Like No, but we like, don't really fall. I mean look at KT. I mean there's not I don't think you have a difference in Edward. Uh, well, guys like KT and he does do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's different culture, Mark, like you know you know you know No but, it's, it's, it's different culture, it's all like respect. It means I've seen I didn't expect any talks or any left. Was it the fourth of December was the cut off because the way they run things in Japan, it's like it's a, it's, it's no honour, it's no it's dishonourable to like do sneaky talks behind your behind your club's back while you're still playing for them and things like that. But it's, 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 it's a totally di- it's a totally different life, Paul. Some will probably any of us will probably ever be able to understand, but I mean it seems to work well for them and. As I say, I've been I mean, even Henry Larson, the Celtic fans booed him when he scored against us with Barcelona and things like that. But well, the Japanese, it's just a even, even through that player. young lad there, Mark, uh, uh, Oxlead Flex, uh, uh, where he scored ham against us. Like, I mean, would you blame that young lad for leaving Celtic at the time to go and try to better his career, seeing as how much of a shambles our academy has been for years. And, and then we have Celtic fans booing him. You know? I just, just as for it is again, just another young player that wasn't getting any game time, so I had to go looking for it. So, we get this now, Mark, right? Nicholson's our new CEO. Now, I get it fair enough, this year's all about getting Ange, uh, the first team that he needs, and the folks in the first team, and I think it's it's crucial that Celtic win the league this season with the, with, with the prize money and and getting the the growth stage of the championship. Are the board giving Ange their full backing? And there is a relation. Is there is there a good relationship between Ange and the board? You think? I probably think Paul they've maybe still in a bit of a honeymoon period. But mm-hmm. I will look at the money that they've, they've backed on me, Paul, for the summer and even in this window. And 
I still think there'll be more signings to come, whether that's like say Boyle or well, Matt, this, is, this 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 spending was needed or want this like we we said that going back in the summer, like this is going to be a rebuild that we haven't seen, Mac, for a long, long time at Celtic, like you know, and the money needed to be spent and Fair enough that the board seem to be spending it. They they seem to be buying players rather than kind of loan players as well, Mark. Like not not a quick fix like John Joe Kenny and Laxell and buying players who aren't good enough to come into the first no, team. You know. No, that's it. Morgan things, Paul. For me, you build your team and see if you're bringing in players on and loan. It's got to be something a bit special that you maybe couldn't afford otherwise. Mm. I know Carlton Vickers. I'm talking about the ideal world, do you know what I mean? There's still a lot of ifs and buts, but for me, ideally, you're bringing in your likes of Robbie Keane, Craig Bellamy, mm-hmm. players that you could otherwise bring in. Proven, proven players, Mark, that come in and they'll do they'll do a job for you. Uh, that, for me, you that know? should be what you're kind of doing with loans. I'm not, I know they've done it with Carter Vickers, they've done it with Yota, but I said at the time, I'm not a big fan of doing that with like, younger players, just all oh, we'll see if they're good enough, because if they're not good enough, you're left with them for a year unless you see putting them back down to their uh, parent club. And Who was it, Mark? What? I'm trying bit. to think of it. I'm, I'm trying to think of a player who was similar to that. We we, we got him in loan and it kind of never walked out. He was kind of always on the bench. And it was, it was only recently. Was it the fellow Weir? Was this? Timo uh, Weir, I am. Shane Duffy. Yeah, that, look at Shane Duffy. Shane, yeah, well, I know that's not a young player, but look at. I mean, that was. Uh, everyone thought that. Uh, everyone thought, Mark, when when we signed Duffy, it was one of the best kind of business Celtic were doing at the time, though, didn't we? You know. Oh, definitely. Well, John knew what was going on, and then Mister Duffy. Mister Duffy. Yeah, Mister Duffy. Chelsea went to it. We got him. Yeah, he was always like he was that. That's a prime example, Mark Masuda. You know, knowing the player who, who they haven't walked out like there, there we are. Then caught with a wage. That's not. That's just that, that, that's 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 another happened. ego. Paul. A young, a young player with a massive ego. Mm-hmm. You know, his career's finished now, isn't this? I don't even know where he has his two seconds. No, Chelsea left him go. It's a free transfer there. They left him go. He's, he has no club at the moment. That's right, as, far, as, far, as far as I know. But what else, no, Mark, would you like to see uh, of of Nick Splint coming in? Like, you know, do you think he's going to have much of an influence or is he still going to kind of be over? Like, Terence, I, I said it with, with Terence and yourself, like, I, I think Banker has a more kind of a senior role now within the board or do you think Nick's is going to be overshadowed by them or do you think he'd be able to come his own man? Well, I don't know, Paul, to be honest. It's that, I've spoken about that before with, with Bankier. But if, if Bankier, well, why would Nicholson take like a lesser kind of power power position than Peter Lowell had? If, he, if I'm the CEO, then I'm the CEO. Look what we've done yeah. on Peter. I'd like to think it's Nicholson that's actually. Is he a bit of a quiet assassin, maybe, Paul? Could be, Mark. I, I kind of get that because that, that, that's what I was kind of kind of getting at him. Like, but, but why have we even heard of this guy? We've not even heard of him. Do you know what I mean? Why he's never come <coughs> in? I'll go back to... But that's a good uh, CEO, Paul. 
And I just want to go back to a point you said uh, with the, the, the last season with the boy and, and Peter Law have to come out. And you said, why does the, the Celtic CEO have to come out and apologise? You know? Aye. You know, why, why do you want Peter Law to come out and make a statement? Like, the CEO kind of runs the club, Mark. You know what I mean? It's the, the, the manager is really the front of the club, isn't this? You know what well, I mean? That, we don't should, want... that should be ha- I mean, don't get it. So I you make a signing. It should be a pick. The press conference is you you the manager and the player. And that's what... I mean, we said it to you before, but we shouldn't need to go in here talking about the CEO and things like that. It's just the problems, Mark, like, uh, and we're constantly seeing it. Like, like the biggest problem for me at the moment, Mark, is the scouting. Do you know what I mean? Like, I know we have our scouts, Mark, and we all have things, like, but there's no head of scouting, like, and there's no head of a scouting up, Mark, going on nearly a year. You know, we're coming into the summer, we're going to be coming into the summer soon, Mark, and we've no head of a... That's what I mean, are we going to dip into the orange basket again? Yeah. And I don't mean this in a racist way, but how many more Japanese players can Ange recommend? Do you get what I mean? I'm not saying that's the only players that Ange knows is in Japan, but Definitely, the four players, the four players that have come in, in Japan are obviously Ange signings because that that's nothing to do with your scouting, really nothing to do with. But so where are these players? That are where are these other players? Are we waiting? Are we waiting on clubs getting in touch with us to see if we're interested in their players, Paul? Mm-hmm. That, I mean, Carter Vickers. Because I don't think Mickelson has uh, the brain, or uh, I uh, would even do. A thing like Peace of Law would do, Mark, and just go out and sign players. I, I, I get the impression that Nixon won't be that kind of CEO. You know, oh, I, wouldn't, I, wouldn't so. I wouldn't, I wouldn't think he'd be yes. like that because he doesn't have the football knowledge for that, Mark. I don't think. You know, he's, he's probably not getting years of experience in dealing with footballers that level did. That's why Peter Law thought he could do that, Paul, because for yeah. years he was, for years he was doing it. Do you know what I mean? It was for years Peter Law was right there in the heart. Of, the scouting between him and John Park, but when John Park left, the football knowledge left the room with John Park, and then it was just mm-hmm. due to Lil, Lil's personal opinion, obviously, ask people and then decide, decide for himself anyway. I don't see Nicholson being the type of person, court, Peter Law liked to court, you get what I mean, he liked to be the, the main man at Celtic, yeah, and I don't think Nixon kind of. No, I don't think Nixon should watch kind of that. Uh, like, like he did, he in the shadows want, kind of thing. I, I, I don't think Nixon's looking to become like celebrity. Aye, a big celebrity. Yeah. He doing this kind of job. I think that's maybe a difference between him and Lil. But the, like kind of how they even perceive herself. I mean, Lil was a bit arrogant, I suppose, and always liked to be the centre of attention and. Spoke about Celtic. You spoke about Peter Lowe. I, th- I think Nicholson would prefer if you speak about Celtic, you speak about the team or the manager. Mm-hmm. Rather than mm-hmm. what's what's Nicholson up? What's, what's Nicholson doing? Why is he not doing this? Why is he? Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, moving on. Of course, uh, the winter break is still going on at the moment. Uh, as we spoke earlier, that Celtic's new signings have extra time to bed into the first team and. Walking their fitness, uh, get used to their, their their new teammates, 
but thing mark is is the lad how you say actually at Celtic yes or is he is he not in Scotland yes? I've not seen any pictures of him, Paul. Good. No, no, I don't think there. Yes, don't. And I, uh, that's why I put down that looking ahead to the to the Hibs game next game, Mark, is, is 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 Monday night, Monday week, it's the seventeenth. It's the seventeenth, isn't it? Yeah, the seventeenth. Is the Hibs game? Aye. Do, do you think we're going to see uh, Nida? Uh, Gucci and maybe Rio coming in like we 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 saw with Gia Marcus coming in. We saw how Ian said that he wasn't up to his fitness. Uh, do you think lads, Mida, Rida and Gucci will be up to Ange's fitness, Mark? Considering they had a long season. I think I don't think there's many out about that pod fitness wise, and that wouldn't be question much about their fitness. Mhm. will be. He'll be still welcome. There might be no play as many games as we'd ex- expect him to if they signed in the summer or the next few months. Do you know what I mean? Because of the season they've had, but mm-hmm. I, I don't. I don't. I don't think all of them will start against Pibs. I really don't. But I'll be totally amazed, honestly, Paul, if the fourth Jap- well, the four Japanese lads start against Pibs. Would you think Mida would start? I think you. I think he will. I think Mida would start. My, I think the other, well, I think the other two maybe, I think Kyogo will start as well. Mm-hmm. The three new signs I think will really only stick on will be Maida. And is there any update on injuries, Mark, the likes of, do, do we have any timeline on, on Yasa? Do we have any timeline? I've not seen Kyogo, anything, I've not seen Kyogo, anything Kyogo, recently, Paul. I think not in serious, it was kind of a, a more precaution for Kyogo. Aye, aye. It was just, he wasn't fully fitting. Probably mm-hmm. shouldn't have started the game, to be honest, Paul, for what I've heard and read. So, mm-hmm. it's just, it was, it was made a precaution that he get took off. Mm-hmm. Uh, G. Marcus looks to be kind of, he kind of will be up and running as well, Mark, by the the time the Hibs game comes comes around. Uh, another thing we haven't heard of, yes, is really the extent of Joe Hart injury, Mark. Is it COVID or is it, a, is it an injury? We kind of heard nothing. No, again, Paul's just as very quiet about what it is with Joe Hart. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm assuming, Paul, that it's been COVID-related because... Well, I can't even mind him getting a note during a game or anything like that, can you? No, no, no. And oh, he did, Mark. Do you remember the the tackle from um, the corner? Remember his shoulder that time? In the game, uh, at ah. the start of the game. Ah, Remember when we were it was about Tarz? Did he not play after that? No, that he played that, that game, but then it was the next game. Then he wasn't in, though. I want this. What was that, Tarz? Oh, I don't know, Paul. But I'm just, I'm just thinking that, back. I, I mean, if it was a final just come out and like, say, do you know what I mean? It's a bit, a bit weird, isn't it? I'm just assuming it is COVID because... Because he has personal data protection in that, the club. Can't be said, uh, yeah, exactly. Like, if the player tells him not to release it, they're not allowed to release it, kind of thing. That, just, mm-hmm. That's just assuming something to do with Covid, Paul. And what about Yasa, Mark? We've anything in him? He's not. Seen there? Just honestly, it just seems that there's not been any kind of update. I've not even seen much on Twitter. People talking about gossip about when players have been back or that. Mm-hmm. 
think everybody's just kind of assuming that once we once we get back to playing games, that everybody's going to be fit. Well, I think that's kind of the way everybody's kind of assuming or planning things. And mm-hmm. Ange doesn't give much away, really, when you ask him questions about uh, injuries and stuff like that. And it seems to be kind of a positive news, Mark, on, um, on, on Julian as well coming back. You know? Not holding my breath in that, Paul. Many teams have been mm. heard that. I mean... I'm the same as you, Mark. Um, I'm the same as you. I, I'd be very surprised if I see Julian, like, you know. I mean, that's us into 2022, Paul, January 2022, and what I was meant to be, Julian was meant to be back when, the end of October, beginning of November. Mm-hmm. And then, it was, then it was pushed back a couple of weeks, and it's pushed back a couple of weeks. So I'll just play that weird and see where we're in a few weeks if he is actually back in fact. I mean, hopefully he is, because he's... Well, he's better in the squad than out the squad, but I don't know if he'll get much of a... Do you think Ange would drop Starfield for him? No, well, I wouldn't. Not not with the partnership, Mark, at the moment, the way the lads are playing. I know Starfield's been a bit rocky in the thing, but I think this breakup would have, might have actually done Starfield good because Aye. I think he was getting wound up in the games too much that now was the time for... The, not just him, but the whole Celtic team to actually just regroup, you know, and, and, and just go for uh, the second half of the season, you know, like strengthen the squad, strengthen the players that were there, get them better, and hopefully get the injuries back. Uh, you know, I, I think the, the winter break came at a good time for Celtic, Mark, definitely, because the injuries and stuff like that, you know? Oh, definitely, definitely, I know. Rangers fans are shouldn't have brought it forward and that, but it was just common sense to bring it forward, really. And I just uh, happened to work out well for us, that was really that. But there was mm. plenty of other teams that voted to bring it forward that didn't need to, sir. But for me, it was just common sense, and I just worked out well for us, sir. What kind of game, no, Mark? Uh, like, they've been in decline uh, the last couple of weeks, so we beat them in in the League Cup final, but that really wasn't the Sean Maloney team because uh, he was only appointed kind of the day after. Are you expecting a different hits team or a more playing football team I think from Sean be, Maloney, do you think? I think there will be. I think there will be a mere open team. But again, it's, I mean, it's Maloney's job on the line, Paul. So mm-hmm. it will be moan about Livingston and these teams coming and parking the bus against us and that. There's still there's guys that are kind of fighting for them. Survival in the league and that, so you've got to look at it that way. But I don't think Maloney's that type of guy that would do that. I think he'll, he'll be trying to, I think Cubs will approach their games. See the way Celtic, even Rangers, do they play their way? I think that's the way Hibs will be. Like, they'll know they'll be more proactive rather than reactive. They'll try and play mm-hmm. their own style rather than like people just need to try and defend and keep it. They'll say, well, no, we'll have a go. We'll have a go and see if they can handle playing against us early. Mm-hmm. Hey, do, do you think maybe Maloney is hopefully putting himself in the shop window, Mark, for, for Celtic as a, well, a future manager by when, taking this job? When Ange takes out as director of football, Maloney, head mm-hmm. coach. Because yeah. you know, it's a good move for Mark in fairness. Oh, like. I, was, I was surprised, Paul, to be honest. I really was surprised. But 
I mean, again, we don't know what's going on in his personal life. Maybe he wanted to come, his family wanted back in Scotland for, for other reasons or that. But uh, it's a great opportunity for him as well. But I was surprised for me to leave. I mean, I mean even, I said to you at the time, Paul, we spoke, I mean, he was touting him about as the director of football at Celtic. And I said to you, how could Sean Maloney go for being assistant mm-hmm. coach to Martinez to be the director of football at Celtic? That was just a big, big, big leap for me. But if he can prove it, I mean, he's at a good club and Hibs have obviously said they don't back him or he wouldn't have left a cushy, a cushy number. He wouldn't have left that job in Belgium to come to Hibs if he wasn't getting mm-hmm. promises of getting backed in transfers and that. But he'll, he'll, know, he'll obviously know the limitations. But it's a great move for him and I hope it works out for him. Just not against us. Yeah, just, just not against, against us. Not against us, Mark, exactly. Yeah. I don't want his, uh, his home coming. Uh, to Celtic Park uh, will 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 victory because it's vital now, Mark. That Celtic oh, to continue to get a run of games ahead of us. You know what I mean? We can't. I don't think Celtic Mark can can afford to be dropping points anymore. Oh. You know. Oh, that's, I'm expecting this to come out the chaps flying in the seventies, Paul. Mm-hmm. But, but at home and whether the fans in there are both should be should be able to beat Hubs. There's a good point you made, Mark. Uh, to me, on 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 the Skype, you made a good point. Uh, do I think the standards will drop if there's no fans in? And not with Ange, I don't no. think that that that's going to affect this Celtic team because one, Cal McGregor wants to lift the league, the the league trophy at the end of the season. Mark, there's new players in there now that want to win. When the trophy and wants to win trophies, I just can't see it, Mark. You know, oh, definitely. I've said that too, Paul. Guys yeah. Like Ange, guys like McGregor, have been there last season and seen it. It's Ballston, even just even the, the professionalism, Paul, is full kind of team. They know. There's no way that they they end up putting in the performances the level they were last year, whether they're fans here or no. Obviously, it's better for fans here, especially for guys that. Paid for season tickets and things like that, and maybe no getting in. But I don't think it's as big a deal as a lot of Celtic fans made it to be. I, mm. I, I think a lot of Celtic fans are. It's, for me, the problem last season was Neil Lennon. That was the problem for me, whether it was fans here or whether it was no fans here, Paul. And I think a lot of fans are using the COVID no fans thing. There's a bit of an excuse for Mark, we lost. We, 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 we lost that season. The minute Neil Lennon came out and criticised his players, when he said, who, who wants to leave, leave. So, I mean, there's players who don't want to be here. If you don't want to be here, leave. And that's when I mean, it's like, Neil Lennon's downfall happened. You, you talk to a player and you ask them, I mean, but for Jackie McNamara, and talk, he's talked about how the atmosphere at the park can drive you on and things like that. But yeah. if you talk to a, you talk to ex player and they'll say, you love the fans behind your back shooting your name and screaming your name. But see if our players getting dogs abuse, they thought, ah, oh, we just shut it out. Once we go in the park, we don't hear what the crowd's saying. Again, it's just, do you get what I mean? It's, it's whatever kind of suits them at the time, whatever they're talking about. Yeah, I just, I don't, exactly. I just don't think the fans not being in there last season had a big an effect on the outcome of the season as people are gaining credit for. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, that's it for tonight, lads. Uh, Thanks to, to all of you for joining us on the live chat tonight. Uh, 
we'll be back again on Sunday night at the same time, 7 o'clock, uh, if you want to join us again. Uh, Mark, we'll now close the show. Just by what on, Paul, that's where we're uh, games are going on during the week. We'll be podcasting it soon around about games, but going forward, we'll be doing a podcast every Sunday night. And uh, Paul, either, either half six or Sunday, seven o'clock. Every Sunday night. And uh, every Sunday okay. night. And then the rest of them will just kind of fit in round about the fixtures. Matches, transfer windows, stuff like that. Man. Yeah. But we'll be live on here every Sunday night, either it's half six or seven o'clock. Uh, so if you like it, subscribe it. You'll get a notification when we go live. And we'll put it on the forum and that anyway, which is a man and all welcome to come out to the forum, www.celticrumors.co.uk and get join in in the chat on there. All the links to stuff like that and the Discord are on the description box below, so feel free to come and join us on there. Hail, hail, God bless. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This episode of the Boz and Bovril podcast was originally broadcast on the Celtic Rumours TV YouTube channel.